This message you're about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Come on, let somebody, we have great men here. To be convinced, thank you. Now, when you now add to be fully convinced or persuaded, that means you've gotten to that point you've tested everything because for you to be convinced that means they have shown you some things am i correct if you go to the market to buy something they will bring everything out you may end up buying what you don't want to buy because you've been fully convinced that this is better than that hallelujah this morning i want you to know that the only way you can serve god is when you are fully convinced that he is the God that you should serve. Are we together? That's the only way you can serve God. If not, there are so many things that is contending with our faith. So many things. So many things. There are oppositions. The enemy is bringing out new things for us to make a choice. The advancements in technology has become something else. The social medias, the news we're hearing. There are so many things that is contending with your faith in God. So for you to be able to stand firm, you must be fully convinced that this God is God. Are we, are we together? You must be convinced. If you are not convinced, you fall for anything. There shall be, there will be challenges. There will be health challenges. There will be wealth challenges. Poverty will come. Situations, sickness, friends, families. The society will bring its own challenges. But it is of you to make a choice whether to go with this God or to go back. But I want, to, I want to remind you that the Bible says we are not like them that drop back onto perdition. That means anytime you drop back, there are consequences. Am I talking? Anytime you drop back, there are what? There are consequences. Anytime you take a step of faith and move forward, there are consequences. Everything we do have consequences. Praise the Lord. Let's look at Romans chapter, chapter, chapter number 4. I want to read from verse 17 quickly romans chapter 4 from verse 17 are we here he said as it is written i have made thee a father of many nations who was talking god was talking to who to abraham i have made thee a father of many nations now i want to remind you that abraham didn't have a child here not one. You know, remember last two weeks, Papa said we speak our future. You remember that? We speak what? Our future. We didn't start it. God started it. Hello. God started it. It's not Vim that started it. I have made thee a father of many nations. A man who had no child. Before him who he believed hallelujah the media what's happening 
Let's go. Okay. Go back, go back. Before him, who he believed, even God who quickened the dead and collect those things which be not as though they are. Everything about God is about the future. It's about what he wants. Not about the condition he's facing. Not about the situation that faces him. It is about what he has made up his mind that he wants. Praise the Lord. And as a student of God, as Christians, we are supposed to be like God. Speak what we want, not what we are going through. Speak what we want, not what the society is throwing at us. Not what life is throwing at us. But what you want. But you say, Pastor, but won't, is it not a lie? No, it's not. It is faith. It is living beyond your enemies. It is living beyond your circumstances. It is not a lie. It is what you want. Praise the Lord. The Bible says, He called those things which be not as what? As though they are. In other words, he has conceived it in his heart before he called it forth. The reason why we don't have what we call is because it is not yet developed in our hearts. When you develop it and you call it, it will come. That's who God is. Verse 18. He said, who against hope? There were so many things against him. There were so many circumstances. Maybe he lost his father. Maybe he has lost the wife. Maybe the only child he had is gone. But the Bible said, who against hope? There was no hope anywhere. But against hope, what he did? He said that he might become the father of many nations. According to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. He was working with what God has said. Not what the situation is saying. Hallelujah. Sometimes the storm can come to sink the boats. But you can decide for the storm to help you to go to the other side. He can either sink the boat or take you to the other side. It is your choice. Are you with me? The storm can either sink your boat. Because you have given up. Because you are looking at it. Because you are calculating what you have and what you don't have. But not what God is saying. But when you consider what God is saying, the storm is going to take you to the other end. The Bible said when the storm began to rage, and they began to fight, and they began to fight, when they could not handle it anymore, the Bible said they went to wake Jesus, and said, Jesus, don't you care? Don't you care? We are perishing. And Jesus said, you know, oh, 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 no. You little men of faith, or men of little faith. And the Bible says immediately Jesus rebuked the wind. What happened? They, they, you asked, I mean, they, they moved to the other side. The same storm took them to where they were going. Beloved, the storm may come. The enemy may send the storm. But when you allow God to walk through the storm, you will get to where you are going. You didn't hear me. I said the enemy may send the storm. The Bible says there is no trial, no temptation that ever come that is bigger than you. But God will make a way of escape in it. It becomes the vehicle to achieve your goal. When God is involved, you can be assured that nothing happens. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know the situation you found yourself. 
I don't know the condition the enemy has brought you to. But I want you to know something. God is with you in there. He's in your boots. Don't panic. Don't pack out. Because Jesus is, is doing some things. There is, there is cooking some soup. And by the time he's done with, you will know. Hallelujah. Abraham had so many things to doubt about. He had so many things to doubt God about. But he never considered it. The Bible says he, he didn't consider them. He didn't consider how old, how old he was when God is saying you are going to give birth to his son. He didn't consider how old Sarah was when, um, when God was promising him a child. Remember that over Sarah was 90 years old when he gave birth to his son. Abraham didn't consider it. The Bible says that the body of Sarah was already dead. It was already late according to time and nature. But beloved, it is not time and nature that determines your destiny. It is not time because God created time. God created the nature. But when his word comes, every time begin, becomes a subject to his words. Nature is subject to the word of God. I don't care how old you are. If God says you're going to give back, you're going to give back. A friend of mine, they've been married for 20, 23 years. She was 50-something years. She gave back last year. She works in the I mean, federal ministry, uh, the legacy ministry of her. She said anytime she comes, they said, what is this old woman? People who didn't know her. What is this old woman looking for that she gets pregnant? They didn't know that that was her first child. 23 years in marriage. 50-something years old woman. God is still doing it. Tell somebody, God is still doing it. God is still doing it. He's not on leave. He's not retired. He's still doing it. If you believe he would do it, he picks anybody from anywhere and places. The Bible says he picks the needy from the dung here and places him among the people, among the prince of his people. He don't pick you and leave you anywhere. When God picks you, he doesn't, I mean, he doesn't drop you on the road. He takes you to where you're going, where you should be, among the princes of his people. Hallelujah. Let's go on. Verse 19. 19 quickly. And being not weak in faith. He was not weak in faith. There were reasons to be weak in faith. Hello. He had reasons to be weak in faith. There were reasons. But he refused to be weak in faith. There was no money to pay for school fees. But he refused to be weak in faith. There are no money to pay for medical bills, but he refused to be weak in faith. There was no money to pay for house rent, but he refused to be weak in faith. He held on to God. He held on to God. He said, not being weak in faith, he considered not his own body, nor, I mean, now dead. His body was dead. There was nothing. I mean, an old man. He couldn't even carry his waist, talk less of doing anything. He was dead. Hallelujah. When he was about an hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. There were everything around him was showing no. Everything around Abraham was saying no. Everything. There was no hope anywhere. Nothing was giving hope. Not his body, not the body of the wife. The society was not giving him hope. Every time they called him Abraham, they were laughing. Look at this old man. You still want to become a father? 
So nothing was hopeful anywhere. anywhere. Nothing. But he held on. The Bible says he held on. He held on. Can you hold on? Even when it's obvious. The man dump you. Can you hold on? It means that this is the wrong person. You know, sometimes we, we want to die with something inferior. Because that's what we know. Did you get it? I mean, because you know this. You believe this is it. Meanwhile, God is saying there's something better. Leave this thing. There's something better. But you hold on to it. And you, you want to kill yourself over something that is inferior. And when God, when God is done and he brings what he has prepared for you, you forget all the days of sorrow. You will not remember that there was a time you wanted to kill yourself over something that was not worth it. And after 5-10 years, you look at the man and say, Thank God I didn't marry this man. Thank God I didn't marry this woman. Thank God I didn't buy this car. But you almost killed yourself. Oh God. I wish you understand. He said, I know the thought that I think towards you. They are thought of good and not of evil. To give you a hope and a future. There is something better than what you have. So, I mean, re release it. Let it go. There is something better. God is preparing something better. You don't have it now does not mean God has forgotten you. There is something better. Those who bought Mercedes 2000. Where are they parked now? Many of them are on the road. They are parked. They are, I mean, they are habitated. I, do you have any 2,000 models in your, in your shop, sir? You can't, you can't. But some people almost died because of it. You may not know how. You may not know when. He will do it again for you. He will do it again. Look, it doesn't matter. If you can just anchor your hope on God. Ask me, Pastor, is it easy to anchor your hope on God? No, it is not. Because there will be challenges. It was not easy for Abraham. It was not even easy for Jesus. Because if it was easy for him, he wouldn't have gone to Gethsemane and said, Lord, let this cup pass. Sometimes you wish that the cup will pass. But it will not pass. You need to drink it. Because in drinking it, there is something for you. Are you with me? In drinking that cup, there is something for you. It's like a little child that they are trying to give medicine. What does the mother do? You puff. Because that's where your healing is. Sometimes God forces some cups into your mouth. Because that's your life. Are we together? Verse 20. He said, He staggered not at the promise. You know what it means to scatter? He didn't lose balance. He didn't lose balance. Somebody didn't come and say, ah, come, there's one man. There. Mm -mm. He was firm. He was, he was firm. Look, if it is God, he will meet me here. Abby? The Bible says we, we are two or three are gathered in them. So that means as long as we are more than two here, anytime, he's here. So I will wait for him here. He will meet me here. It is not by going, it is, look, it does not happen anywhere. It is where your faith catch up, I mean, catch fire that it will happen. 
I've been born again for over 30 years. I've not gone more than two churches. And there are circumstances. So it is not the church you go that makes it happen. Sit down and wait on God. And he will appear before you. He told Daniel, he said, from the day you sat and you began to wait and call upon me, I answered you. From that day, he answered you. From the day you stepped into this place, God answered you. He wants you to see and, and know that he's God. It's a matter of patience. Wait on him. The manifestation will come. Is somebody here? He staggered not at what? At the promise of God. Through what? That's always the case. The greatest weapon the enemy has is unbelief. Doubts. He begins to send it. Is it really possible? Is this really for people like me? Look, there is nobody, there is nobody that, that is qualified for God's miracle. Nobody. Nobody is qualified for his miracle. But everybody is qualified for it too. What do I mean? It is not by work of righteousness. The Bible says, but by his grace alone. It is not about what you did or what you have done or what you would do. It is about his mercy. That's why I like this song. I'm the one that you have shown mercy. You have shown mercy. Look, it is not. Look, it doesn't matter where you're coming from. Probably Abraham came from a family where the, the sons, I mean, the, the family was already going. You know, there are certain family. The father had two children, the two sons. The next person is only one. He struggled to even, the next one struggled to only have one. Probably that was it. And God saw that this generation was about to be cut off. And he said, I must do something. And God stepped in. At 65, he told Abraham, get out. Let's go. And Abraham began to follow him. And the Bible says from that day on, Abraham never wavered. He kept following God. He didn't stagger at, at the promises. He knew that the God had called him. He had seen signs. He had seen him walk. He had seen him in action. He trusted God. It was not about what pastor was saying. It was not about what he was seeing. But it was about the promise of God. And he held on to it. And he began to go. The Bible says he didn't stagger. He didn't move. It doesn't matter what anybody is saying. People were crying. It didn't matter. If God said it, I believe it. And that settles it. It doesn't matter how long it takes. But I know that I will not leave this earth until he fulfills his promises. Yeah. Remember, there was a man called Simeon. The Bible told you, I mean, God told him, he said, Simeon, you will not die. Because I'm bringing something for you. Do you know the man? The Bible, it's, it's, the Bible says, and God told him, you will not die. Your eyes, you will not die until you see. For many years, he was waiting. He was coming to church every day. Hoping that he will see. Because God didn't tell him the day he was coming. That's something about God. He will not tell you the specifics. Because he wants to trust, test your obedience. Every day, Simeon was coming to church. Every day, he was coming to church. Every morning, he was in church. In the evening, he was in church, hoping and waiting. For so many years, and suddenly, Jesus appeared in the temple. And he said, wow. He said, Lord, now I can go. My eyes have seen your glory. Let me ask you. Let's assume after five years, he sat behind his, sat down at home. Let's assume after 20, day, I mean 20 years, he sat at home. It was not only one. 
As he does for a man, he does for him. There was another woman called Anna. The Bible says from the day, she, I mean, when she got married, after he did how many years and the husband died, and, and he, she never left holding on to God. And she kept coming and kept coming until she saw the Messiah. They didn't stagger. They didn't shake. The circumstances didn't move them. The situation didn't change this, their, their faith. They held on to God. Let's see verse 21. It said, I'm being fully persuaded. Being what? Fully. In other words, he has weighed everything. He said, this God, not me and you. It doesn't matter what happens. I'm here. Being fully persuaded that what he had promised, he was able also to perform. He was fully persuaded. Are you convinced? Now, the only way you can stand firm and face situations is when you are fully persuaded. The only way you can put your head when it is raining and say you are going to church is because you are fully persuaded. And let me tell you, no matter how many times you are anointed, until you are fully persuaded, nothing happens. It is not about the oil. It is about your faith, your persuasion. You'll be here, many people will come and get it. Like the man by the pool. He was there for how many years? People will come and take it and go. He was there. The, the water will move, another person will pick it and he'll go. He will stay there. Until you're fully persuaded, nothing happens. If you're not fully persuaded, you will watch your child die. If you're not fully persuaded, that business will cr crumble. If you're not fully persuaded, you will die in sickness. But when you're fully persuaded, the devil cannot mess with you. Job said, he said, it doesn't matter what he does. Even if he slay me, I will not deny him. I am fully persuaded that this God is a promise keeper. He's a promise keeper. Did you hear? He's a promise keeper. What did I say? He's a promise keeper. What has he promised? I'm 35 years old. I'm 40. It doesn't matter. He's a promise keeper. The woman that got married to the GO of uh, uh, Deeper Life, she has never been married once at 60 something years, 65 years. He's a promise keeper. And she was waiting, believing God, 60 years, 62 years, 63 years, 64 years. <laughs> yes, I'm believing God. I'm sure everybody will be mocking her. We young one never marry for you, now you won't come marry. I believe in God. Meanwhile, God was walking. God was waiting for the time. And suddenly, I heard somebody say, Will you marry me? <laughs> you don't understand. Since something years, you are hearing for the first time, Will you marry me? You've done so much for me. I cannot tell you, Lord. 
If I have 10,000 tongues, it still won't be enough. When you heal, you heal completely. Chuku Marobimo, Isi Kendule, Nare. God doesn't get involved in half baked bread. Do you, I don't know if you understand. When he's involved, you can be sure it will be served as a buffet. Complete. Complete. Nothing missing, nothing broken. Not God. If there's a problem with it, it's not God. If there's a bot in that thing, God is not involved. When God is involved, there is no bot in it. Beloved, hold on. Sister, hold on. When God gets involved, you will know yourself. The man will not have to disturb you. He will not trouble you. He will begin to obey the word of God. It doesn't matter what the bot you have. When God has prepared somebody for you, you will overlook it. Haven't you seen some sisters say, ah, you mean this one can get married? This, this kind of person. And God does not package anybody for them. When God packages a man, That wonderful name, Jesus. That wonderful name, Jesus. That wonderful name, Jesus. There is no other name I know. There is no other name. The Bible said at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Look. Hello. Sickness has knee. Did you hear me? Sickness has knee. It will bow. Poverty has knee. It will bow. I mean, whatever it is, it has knee. It will bow. At the name, at the mention of the name of Jesus. Jesus is alive and well. Jesus is alive and well. Tell everyone you see. Tell them for me that Jesus is alive and well. You cannot tell me God is dead. I spoke with him this morning. You cannot tell me God is dead. He lives within my heart. He opened my blind eye to see the way that I should go. You cannot tell me God is dead. I spoke with him today. Look, let them talk. Let them mock you. By the time God is done with you, let them go ahead. Let them follow speed, you know, the you know, social media. Let them, you know, I don't know what to say. But when God gets you up, you'll be higher than everyone. He said, if I be lifted up, I will draw men to myself. It means when you leave God, you will begin to bring men to your way. Hallelujah. God is God and there is no shadow of turning with him. If he says it, I believe it. And that's settles it. 
I don't know what you're going through, but I want you to know there is a God in heaven who sees what you're going through. He has not left you. He will not leave you. He said, I will not forsake you, nor leave you. I will not forsake you. You know what that means? I will not. Look, if a man tells you I will not forsake you, beloved, don't believe him. Because when something bigger than him come, he will not even sort himself out before he begins to sort about you. But if God says, I will not forsake you nor leave you, I want you to believe it. He took the people of Israel out of Egypt and he was taking them through the wilderness. And he got to a point and the Bible said, I mean, when I was watching one of the film, and Pharaoh chasing the people of Israel. And he got to the Red Sea and he said, this God must be a poor general. Ha! I said, look at where he has brought them to be slaughtered. And God was sitting down watching him. I said, come on, come on, come on. And the Bible said, and God opened the Red Sea. He saw first miracle and he was not warned. And he still was pursuing. I mean, something didn't tell him that for this thing to open, something is wrong. You see, when the, when the Lord wants to destroy your enemy, you make them foolish. Hello? When God wants to deal with your enemy, he will not, they will not know their limits. Resi opened and he, and he was still pursuing them. Nothing tell them that this say, hey, oh God, watch it. Me, if I was the soldier, I said, oh God, I don't follow you. <laughs> and the Resi parted and they began to run. They were still pursuing him. They got to a point. The attire was no more moving. Something didn't tell him, come down and run. They were still trying to. And when God was done, God let go. By the time they got to the middle of the rest, they were baptized. And that was it. I see your enemy being baptized. I see that circumstances being baptized. Amen. And when God is done, what the Lord has done for me, I, I cannot, cannot tell it all. What the Lord has done for me, I cannot tell it all. What the Lord has done for me, I cannot tell it all. He saved me and washed me his blood. So what I do? So I can shout hallelujah. Rise up on your feet. I can shout hallelujah. Oh, I can shout. I can shout. Praise the Lord. I can shout. I can shout hallelujah. your hands to the heavens wherever you may be everybody come on lift up your hands to the heavens lift your hands and acknowledge God thank you Jesus blessed be your name wave your hand and shout hallelujah sit down for a minute if you don't believe everything that Pastor Van said about the Bible. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30pm and Sundays 8.30am at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Conoyo Gas Station. 
Lekki Lagos, Nigeria, or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries, or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.